to this, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. I had a son. I had a daughter. Now I have a blind child. I'm Jesse. I'm a jerk. I'm Michelle. Get the fuck out of the way. My mustache is as magnificent as my magic. Aww, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so guys, it's been a while because we ran out of bandwidth and now we have bandwidth again because we're not going to pay for more of that stuff. So hopefully that doesn't become a problem too often. But anyway. That's future us problems. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and everybody else who listens, sorry you had to wait a whole extra week. I'm sorry. sure I'm sure you cried many tears. I have nothing to say. I don't pay for bandwidth. Yeah, I know. Michelle and I do. Anyway, <laughs> last week... We left you guys with the question about Professor Layden in the Phoenix Wright game, or as I kept calling it, Professor Layden. What was it? I, Professor I don't remember Wright. what I was calling it. I was like, Professor Wright, that's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're asking you guys, when do you think the latter joke is going to come up, or if it is? Across the board, you guys all know it's going to happen. It can't, it can't be a Professor Wright game without it. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The timing is a little different for most, for pretty much everybody. Well, actually, most people said it was somewhere like in the middle, and then some people said the beginning, and then some people like at the end. I don't know, Jesse. When do you think they're gonna have that joke? Um, probably not long after they meet. So in the beginning, but closer to the middle. Okay. How about you, Michelle? Well, I think they've got to be friends first. I think it's going to be a classic Batman versus Superman situation where they hate each other for a little bit and then they get over it and become awesome. So I think it has to be after they become awesome. I think it's going to be about 13 sixteenths way through the game. 13 sixteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the I perfect think, number. I think it's more like it's more than half. So they're like you get kind of worried about the joke happening, but it's not too close to the end where all this stuff is happening. But it's not exactly like you know, it's not exactly the middle because that's when you're expecting like, oh, it's about the middle of the game. They should you know have the latter joke soon, and it's like, oh, maybe they're not, and then they they spring it on you. It's about thirteen sixteenth through the game. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, and a couple people like Colin D thinks the there's going to be a step ladder related puzzle. Um, he thinks that Layton's going to know his ladders and Luke won't. Um, now, Nolan has a very awesome theory. He thinks they're going to come They're going to come across a ladder and it's going to remind somebody of a puzzle. And then Phoenix and Maya will probably also come across one because that's inevitable. And he thinks that towards the end of the game, they're all going to come together. And they're going to have about like a three-minute argument with the assistants on the ladder side and the main protagonist on the stepladder side. And he doubts this is going to happen, but this would be great. And I agree that there's going to be like a bonus cutscene where they have an <laughs> ultimate argument. <laughs> I think that's a I'm really picturing good this, idea. Like, yeah, that would be wonderful. Or, you know, the stepladder will be evidence and the entire court court will get on it. Like, <laughs> it's going to be like the most epic ladder versus stepladder argument you could ever have. I think that's a little too far. I mean, they've never made the stepladder evidence, so I don't think it's going to go that far. But I think it's a really good idea. I always wanted it to be. I was really, really jumping for it in Apollo because I thought for sure it was gonna be, it was gonna be evidence, and then it wasn't. I was, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think okay. One thing that I found wrong with all the theories we got is that everyone thinks that Luke is gonna be on Maya's side about it, and Phoenix is gonna be on Leighton's side, and 
that is incorrect because Luke is always on Leighton's side about everything, no matter what. So, <laughs> well, I don't think I think he's gonna pull on. Like he's gonna be like Luke, what do you think? And Luke's gonna say what he wants, and the professor will correct him right away. I think that's what they're assuming. But I, I guess because I'm saying about arguments and stuff like that. So yeah, I think Luke will just be wrong until the professor corrects him. Yeah, and then he'll immediately be on the professor's side because that's how Luke works. Yeah, and then um, uh, who was this? Um, I think it was yeah, it was Mopop. Was saying that um that this and this is I feel almost really true to Layden from the very little I played of it that the makers will have you solve a puzzle and you'll automatically fail because Layden will not accept the word ladder, but you will keep trying to submit the word ladder because it's a step ladder. <laughs> I can see it. Usually they're not that mean, but I can see it. Well, there is a one puzzle that, like, you have to, like, do something and none of the answers are, like, no, the answer is none of them. There's a quite is a few trick. There's a, tr- a bunch of trick puzzles, but not they're not that prevalent. Yeah, that happened in the third one because it was Alter Luke, it was Future Luke, and he was trying to test you to make sure you were really Professor Layton. And so one of the puzzles that was a trick and the answer was none of them. I think it did involve a deck of cards because they were in a casino at the time. One of them did. There was like three or four puzzles from Future Luke and that was all well and good. And one of them was a trick and then he was about to give you another one or some shit. And then mobsters appeared out of nowhere and you had to shoot them with stop machines. (laughs) Oh my god, yes, I remember you telling me about that. So good. Yeah. Play these games. Yeah. He converts a slot machine into a gun that's machine guns coins at people. It's so cool. How do you convert a slot machine into a gun? It's a puzzle. You do it. You actually do it in the game. (laughs) It's a puzzle. Isn't there? Don't you have like a fantastic picture of like really hot laden with the machine gun? I think that I have a picture of him with the slot machine gun and. It's probably really hot because it's drawn by that one fan artist who does the really hot Layton. <laughs> Which is hilarious to think about because you do so get Layton. He's kind of cute. And then this person draws him and he's gorgeous. <laughs> it's so great. That's <laughs> so great. I also want to see that person try to make him just as hot with his fro from back in the day. Oh, yes. See, I just know random tidbits about these games, but I've I've barely played any of them. Yeah. In that Don't- one movie. The movie was fantastic, but Young Layton's Afro game, he came out, that came out recently, so if anyone out there has a real 3DS, go buy Professor Layton and the Mask of Miracles, because I wish I could, and I can't. Oh my god, does a fro come out at you? Oh, that's gotta be the best fro ever. <laughs> yeah. 3D his, Layton fro? <laughs> his fro is 3D. Does that mean Don Paolo's mustache is 3D? I don't know if Don Paolo's in that game, it might be before Don Paolo, but hopefully yes. Yeah, I wish I could buy that shit right now. All right, Michelle, do you have any more later news while we're on the topic? New, it's not that exciting news. Um, it's They updated the Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright website, so we got a bunch of pretty pictures and stuff, and that was cool. And, that, and then Mask of Miracles came out in America, and other than that, I don't really have news. Um, I have Phoenix Wright news. Oh, yeah? Let's Yay. hear that. Yeah, um, it's actually news that Green Pepsi was emailing us about. 
At New York Comic Con, they had demos of the main trilogy in HD for iOS, so the the app is going to come out soon. We still don't have an official date, but they are like they have it translated and done. They're just going to release it at some point. So we're going to get the first three games in HD on the Apple in the Apple iStore. Store. Nice. Oh, I was about to ask. I'm computer stupid. What's iOS? Apple. Is it just Apple? Mm-hmm. Oh. Unless I can play it on my iPod, which I doubt I can. I don't care. You have an iPad. I don't. You can use it. You know what I could also use? My broken in two-piece DS to play the <laughs> Phoenix Wright game. <laughs> the old school way. <laughs> it still works. It's just in two pieces now. How did... I don't know. It just broke. So is that all the news? What did you guys break? I broke my DS. It's in two pieces. <laughs> But it's been like that. Oh. It's been like that for a long time. But anyway, yeah. is there any other news? Or is that all we got? No. I think that's about it. I mean, it's cool that the Leighton vs. Phoenix website... Oh, I think we got a release date in Japan in like a month and a half. Leighton vs. Phoenix comes out in Japan. But there's no official re- release date for an English-speaking release for that. or And no official release in any language for... GS5 yet, so not really any mm-hmm. news. That's okay. Some news is better than nothing. At least we know that we'll, they'll leave yeah. those beautiful, beautiful cutscenes online for um, Late in Phoenix. Yeah. And I won't watch them because I won't want to spoil the game, even though I don't care about spoilers. But they'll be there. Um, anyway, so I guess we should have some things cleared up about like what we were talking about last time with the Professor Wright game. That we were we weren't exactly sure plot wise, but mm-hmm. people a couple of people like Jenna Dark Knight had told us it's actually based around a witch trial rather than a murder, which I'm pretty sure this witch trial business is gonna have a murder in it. I don't see how it won't. It's Phoenix, right? No matter what the original trial is, it's murder. Yeah, I feel like it's always gonna head to murder. So yeah, but that's what Jenna said. However, AA Universe is most definitely will turn to murder at some point because everything ends up in murder. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think I mentioned that they were going to burn her at the stake because it was a witch trial, but there was definitely a murder in the trailer, in the like the, mm-hmm. the Tokyo Game Show trailer. So yeah, I think I'm, it's I'm both. sure it's going to be both. And then we were saying that we weren't sure what Layden's role in, in was, and we thought he was going to be the prosecutor. He apparently is only the detective. That the red-headed knight, whose name we don't know or whatever, he's supposed to be the prosecutor, and then Layden's his, like, investigator, I guess? Or he's just investigating it? Which, still, what are they doing having some guy from some alternate world come and investigate a murder for them? They're having a guy from an alternate world be their defense attorney as well. What kind of fucked up place is this? (laughs) It's pretty stupid, yeah. (sighs) And then, um, another thing on the voice acting is the Japanese actors from the live-action movie are doing the voice acting for the game. So Japan, at least, will be hearing the same voices from the, the live-action movie to this game. Even though it's only for this game, because, like, as we found out, GS5 will have no voice acting, like all the other Phoenix Wright games. So, yeah, it's a super bummer. Super bummer. I wonder, if, I wonder if the same guy did the voice for Phoenix in the Marvel game when they had it in Japan, but I probably, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the movie guy was the same as the yeah. UMVC3 guy. It's because they just got a random voice actor for that, I'm, I'm sure. That was probably easiest. Yeah. 
And then um, Jenna expressed that she doesn't hope Sam Regal does Sam Regal does his um, American voice because to her it didn't sound right, um, which was kind of what you said, Michelle. It's just it's not deep enough or something. Yeah, I just I think Phoenix is kind of a big man, even though they continuously make him less broad because <laughs> he is one broad man. <laughs> Besides something deeper, do you have any idea of who you would want to voice Phoenix? Because when I think deep, my voice immediately goes to Christian, Christian Bale doing Batman. <laughs> that would be horrible. No, that would be horrible. It would be terrible. Imagine, imagine Phoenix going on screaming like Batman. <laughs> Which the where where is she? You know, I can't even do it. Where is she? And like, like who Maya? Where is she? You know, like as a Batman voice. I wish I could do a Batman voice. I can't. Yes, no, you can. Especially not right now. But anyway. <laughs> also, find me uh, Phoenix's Batman fan art. I'm sure it's around. Actually, it's Edgeworth as Batman fan art. There's a lot of Edgeworth as Batman fan art. Really? Yeah, because angsty bat- oh, parents. Okay, angsty dead that, parents. That, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix's parents, parents dead, could be dead. So... They're probably not dead. Probably not, but they could be. No, I feel like Phoenix would be more angsty about it. Or he'd try to relate to Edgeworth about it, and he doesn't. Yeah. He would definitely do that. Larry's probably a orphan. He's either an orphan or he's one of like 20 kids, which is why no one keeps tabs on him and his family. Which is why he continuously gets tried for murder. Well, yeah, no one, none of his family come because no one cares. Edgeworth, all of his family's dead or they're Von Karma's, you know, and so they're prosecuting him. Larry, no one cares because he's like one of 20 and they think he's either dead and incarcerated already or they're a bunch of rednecks and just don't care where he is. Well, everyone he ever comes into contact to inadvertently oh, dies. Oh, that's also true. Larry so probably kills his entire dead. family and doesn't care. <laughs> so, orphan. So, the orphan yeah. theory works. Also, why he had no regard for, like, trying to take um, Pearl and make her into a, pota- a cold potato-eating hobo with him. Yeah. That's probably how he killed his siblings. Probably. You're not supposed to eat raw potatoes. That's probably all they ate. Because Larry's a dumbass. That would make Larry the oldest. Well... You know, unless his older siblings died, and then he just got left as the oldest. I'm sure he, like, tripped to them down the stairs or something, or gave them a stupid clock, and they got beat to death with it. I'm not, not gonna headcanon this, because it's Larry, and I don't care. Yeah, that's true. Um, but back to the yeah. Professor Wright game. Um, Shu Takumi uh, is a writer of the main Ace Attorney series, and um, he's on the writing team for the Professor Wright um game so the chances of it being very humorous but um the plot has a chance of being like very true to ace attorney so it can be quite serious and jenna dark knight thinks that the last time she felt that ace attorney really tackled quite a heavy <coughs> plot was the farewell my turnabout which is the one with matt on guard and so she's really hoping for something of that caliber which i have high hopes for the plot of this game just because of the blend of what it is yeah, I feel the plot's going to be really good. Really intricate. Yeah. Lots of twists. I just hope it doesn't get out of hand. That's what I'm worried about. I don't think it yeah. will. Just I mean, they've done everything right so everything far. Everything that's you know? been leaked, like all the art and all the characterization, the voice acting, it all sounds seems pretty spot on. So I'm ha- trying to keep my hopes high without like glorifying it so I'm disappointed in the end, which I don't think is going to happen. Um... But Jenna also wants to have Mia channeled in this game at some point, which I really don't think is going to happen. I'm conflicted about that. 
I don't think Mia would be necessary for this game. I think that would be too focused on Ace Attorney plot because they'd really have to explain Mia then to all the people who are like Laden fans or just new to the whole thing. But I do think that they might yeah, utilize Maya's channeling powers. I feel like that doesn't need as much explaining. Like, she's from a spirit channeling school, so she can channel the dead. Sweet, let's use it. Like, with Mia, it's like, I'm channeling my dead sister. Yeah. She died, um, and that's how I met Nick. And she was Nick's boss. And a lot of other shit happened. And it's really traumatizing. Hamburgers. Yeah, that just seems, it just seems Mia would be way too elaborate, even though he would kind of need her, because he always needs her, but I think yeah, also she, it would just be too elaborate Who knows, to maybe Maya can't even channel people in Britannifornia, because, uh, who alternate, knows? Alternate universe. Alternate universe, Possibly. who knows what the rules are here. Um, another thing, oh, that's pretty much um for the Professor Wright in news, uh, that's all we got from Jenna. Mop up. Um had sent us the picture that we got a long time ago of everybody on horses and Phoenix is like backwards and completely like bumbling. <laughs> we just get a nice, nice picture of his butt. Um, he just likes to point out that this is proof that Nick should never be in charge of any mode of transportation that isn't man powered. He takes the train like it's totally true. It's so true. He's not in charge of the train. That's true. Otherwise he would crash the train. It'd probably be derailed. That's true. Has he ever had to ride a bike? That's what the art has. The art has him um, as riding the bike. You said horse. Well, no, the picture's the horse, but we have old art from the Phoenix Wright people that have Phoenix riding a bicycle with a piece of, like, toast in his mouth, like super super Japanese, I'm late for work kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that art. Uh, they don't show him crashing. They don't know. That doesn't mean he didn't crash. But I also like to yeah. point out that in the, the Phoenix Wright musical project that we've seen, that the little video they made, he's on a bus, and the bus crashes. <laughs> and he has to run to the house. <laughs> so, I mean, like, this is seriously <laughs> ongoing. Everyone's aware that Phoenix destroys vehicles. <laughs> so never let him on a plane. Oh, and so this horse is probably going to run into a wall <laughs> and, like, fall over. <laughs> The poor horse. <laughs> yeah, he probably can't handle anything more complicated than a razor scooter. <laughs> I, I love this idea. Do they still have those? Yeah, actually they do. I saw a kid riding one the other day, and I'm like, this is the stupidest invention ever. Why does everyone? Why did everyone I know want one of these? You can go like three feet before you can like <laughs> scoot it some more. <laughs> Like, three feet at max is the furthest you can get on a Razor scooter. If you're going downhill, you fall over. You can't balance on those things. Yeah. Because he'd kill himself on a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, he would. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sound really old right now, but those Heelys that all the kids are wearing nowadays, can you, <laughs> can you imagine him on a pair of Heelys? <laughs> yes, because he's the right age for it. <laughs> oh, that's right, he is. Because he's the right oh, age for oh, it. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's yeah. younger than. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be the perfect age. So he would definitely have Heelys as a kid. Him and Larry would have, like, Heelys <laughs> contests. And they'd and just run into each other. They would just run into each other. And Edgeworth would be, like, grumpy. And his dad <laughs> wouldn't let him get Heelys because his dad has common sense. Because <laughs> those 
dangerous. Yeah, they are. Which is why all the kids in the mall wear them, and then my brother gets mad at them because they run over Legos because he works at the Lego store. And then they fall over, he laughs, but then he has to yell at them. And I bet that's what Phoenix and Larry did, like, every Saturday. No wonder he's afraid of cars. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he kept, keeps getting run no over No wonder he's them. afraid of cars. No. He, he only gets hit out of them when he becomes a hobo, and he's indestructible, so what does it matter? Ah, so that's how he didn't kill himself. He's been indestructible, like, slowly getting more and more indestructible as he's that's right. He's just so used to crashing into everything. Heelys, razor scooters, like, bicycles. I'm sure he's crashed several bikes. Like, you know, I'm just... So it just progressed. Slowly. No wonder he's afraid of cars. I really enjoy this image of my head, though, of, like, Phoenix and Larry, like, effing <laughs> around, and Edgeworth just sitting there looking really sad because he can't have <laughs> Heelys. I see them, like, at a fountain in a mall, and Larry keeps falling into the fountain. Yep, and then there's... If Gumshoe was older, but, like, a detective bad, like, is in there, like, yelling at him. Where's Gumshoe in there? Not around, because I'm sure he's too busy, like, having a life somewhere else. I don't know. I never really try to picture Gumshoe's childhood. I, I can't picture him as a child. Is this strange? Like, I'm picturing oh, him as a, a child, thought. but he looks the exact same except shorter. I'm picturing his regular-ass head on a table. Yeah, like... No child has five o'clock shadow. And I can't get no, rid of I the five either. o'clock shadow. As a child, he had five o'clock shadow in that trench coat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm trying to picture him without a trench coat like, now. Like, you can't. I'm just picturing him tiny. He, he was the same, but short. Weird. And his hair's, like, the same, too. Yeah, his hair would definitely be the same. Because Phoenix's is the same, everybody's is the same. I think I tried a little longer, but not much. Yeah, and I went a little grayer. Flash browner. Flash silver. You know. The Von Karma hair. He, he, his hair adopted the Von Karma ways. Oh my god, Mia's the only person who ever changes her hairstyle. Really? That's only... Oh yeah! Because her child, her child self has her old... Her old Mia hair. Because we have that one little pic mm -hmm. where she broke the, the vase. And then she cut her mm -hmm. things. And then she grew them out again. <laughs> Didn't change it that much. But she's the only one who changes. Yep. Because between Diego and um, Godot. Godot, it's just a color change. <laughs> he styled it the exact same way. Which I'm surprised nothing happened. And the length is the same. I'm surprised nothing happened to it in the seven years he was in a coma. Like it didn't grow at all. Or fall out. <laughs> From all of the deadly poison inside of him, you know. All it did was turn his hair white. Yeah. How funny. Ooh, I'm trying to picture a young detective bad. No. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't even picture him short like I can with gumshoe. I'm trying to picture him at like in his early, like, teens, like, early 20s, sorry, late teens, early 20s. No, I can't. I'm hoping he's really hot. That's what I'm trying to hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't see it either. How weird. Because I've seen, I've seen a couple of really good pictures, like a really young Wendy Oldbag, which is essentially her looking the same, but her looking less old, which worked really well. And I've seen a young Detective Gant. Yeah. 
But that's about it. I mean, it's really hard to just visualize these people other than how we see them. Like a young Manfred? I can't even. He came out of the womb looking nope. that old and evil. <laughs> he came out of Wait. the womb. No, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a young Manfred. I've seen it in a picture of a young Gant. Ah, okay. So it's so I can imagine possible it. then. He didn't look at all younger in investigation. If anything, I thought he looked older. He just was still scary beyond all belief. So you know, being perfect and all does yeah. that to someone, I guess. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna try to picture a bunch of things and then. Probably have to wash out my eyes afterwards because I'm going to think about Grossberg. Oh, it's too late. We'll be right back. I'm Stephanie, my bodyguard's a salad. I'm Jessie. What's my daughter's name again? I'm Michelle, and I wish that I had Jessie's girl. Uh, I've never heard that before. It's it's still good. <laughs> it's still funny. It's the funniest thing. No, no, it's not. Come on. Where can I find a woman like that? I wish that I had Jessie's girl. Bow, bow. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. It's such a wonderful song. No. It's so wonderful. And it's so fitting of Valent. So fitting. It's so fitting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's true. We all know everyone listens to this podcast to hear me sing anyway. So, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jesse, shut up. It's funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> because... Your name is Jesse, and you're Max this episode. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, wait. Je- uh, Stephanie, what are we talking about? Okay, so we have a couple more things from Jenna Nar- Dark Knight correcting us um, for us being bad at knowing things. Yeah, we're bad at that. Yeah. So that was a good sentence right there. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. That was proper English, yes. Yes. Me speak well. Yes, you do, English major. I graduate. I have a degree. English <laughs> degree holder. <laughs> Anyways, so we're talking about like the confusion between like the Japanese um, translation versus the English translation, and where Manfred and Franzi are from, and where the the Gavin brothers are from. So in the original Japanese version, Manfred and Franzi are Japanese born, but they lived in America. And then Clavier and Kristoff are just straight-up American born and bred. See, that that Japanese-born but live in America but then go back to Japan thing is, like, so elaborate and so Japanese. It's, like, alienating. (laughs) So I'm glad they just made them German. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just glad the German translation was, like, that's still fucking stupid. We'll just go with the American version. (laughs) Yeah, we're just gonna call them German. Because Germans are perfect, Josh. <laughs> but the I'm Gaviners, glad the Gavin, the Gavin brothers. Yeah, yeah they're just. They it makes make, sense. It makes sense that they're American, born and bred to the Japanese because we're all glimmers, flops, or like tight asses. Like, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense to the Japanese, and I guess 
the Germans were like, F fuck, we don't care. Sure, they can still be German. <laughs> Just bring them to the Germany party. Whatever. They like the spiral hair thing. Yeah, they must have liked the drills. Which, who came up with that? That's like the... Somebody who watched Gurren <laughs> Okay. No, no, Jesse. Gurren Lagann came out what? after Apollo Justice did. I don't know when these games came out. A while ago. <laughs> I played them all when I stole them from Michelle slash you. Yeah, and that was a while like they happened. And that was before Gurren Lagann came out. <laughs> no, that was after, because I rem- remember watching it. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. I wonder, yeah, I just wonder, like, who else has, like, this weird origin problem in these attorney series? Because these are the only people I actually remember being from not, not America, other than the people who are, like, from made of China in investigations and stuff like that. And made up those other two or three countries. Yeah. Yeah, like, I like how they went. They they went to Germany and America and Japan, <laughs> but then they decided China couldn't be real. No, well, there's nobody from Japan, is there? Oh, I guess not. Victor Kudo kind well, of seems really, really Japanese, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's from Japan. Yeah, Kitaki family. That's obviously Japanese. Yakuza and. Okay, so Japanifornia, sorry. We'll just go back to calling you Japanifornia. <laughs> no, but... Japanifornia, um, obvious. The Kitaki family are just... They're like... They're like Yakuza, but they are very clearly American Yakuza who did not import. They just stayed in... Decided to have Yaku, like a Yakuza family in California. So, like, they might have had ancestors that were, like, from Japan Yakuza, but then they stayed... In California, were raised there as Yakuza there. I just had this really weird head problem where I was like, well, no, it makes sense. California was once attached to Japan and now it's attached to America. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Stephanie, that's not how geography works. No, no, it's not. Japanifornia did not make that up, you just did. <laughs> Which, Japanifornia, hey, Capcom, I just solved your problem with why. You have Americans that are acting really Japanese. It's so, just that islands moved. Yeah, no, seriously, I got I got your solution. So global warming is going to make Japan sink, or make California sink, right? So in the next right. however many years between now and Phoenix Phoenix's first case, um, California has to sink into the ocean, and Japan has to float over and take its place in the continental United <laughs> States. Yeah. And they have to rename Tokyo LA, and it'll work fine. It will. It'll work perfectly. It'll be great. You're welcome for all your decisions that we just solved. Yes. <laughs> I totally missed that I was getting green tea. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, um, other note is uh, Phoenix's pocket watch in um, GS5 is not a pocket watch, it's confirmed to be his locket. So you know how before you could go around going presenting your badge to everything? Uh, Jenna's hoping that you can present your locket kind of like like adulting father and completely tangents on everything. So pretty much like Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yes, I want this so bad. I want that to happen so bad. I 
Well, that is that is exactly what can happen. Phoenix will t- is totally adulting adulting father. Adulting? Doting. Doting, thank you. A doting father on, on Trucy. Yeah. To believe anything from Asgay's attorney. He's very protective over his daughter, which is true from the game, so... Yeah. I think he would present the locket, and it's probably, like, a really, like, the, a child picture of Trucy, like, not, not an up-to-date picture. Wasn't it a... It was an up-to-date picture in, in Apollo Justice, though, so I think it might be an up-to-date picture. Well, I mean, up-to-date, no, like, no further up-to-date than that, Trucy. Like, I don't think he would up-to-date it. Wait, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It's probably because Chusey went in and changed the picture while Phoenix was sleeping. Or she did magic. Or she did magic. (laughs) Maybe. But it was, I mean, he did kind of steal that locket off of the dead body of Chusey's biological father. So So it was probably her when she was little. Yeah, probably a younger (laughs) person. (laughs) It gets really fucked up when you explain it like that, doesn't it? Yay, the turkey. It's all sort of up. <laughs> uh, and then, like, the last thing that we have to be corrected on for this, from last episode, is that we were talking about how Lana, like, was a lawyer, like, was a prosecutor. She was an investigator, and it just didn't make sense. Thanks a lot, Japanifornia. <coughs> but Jenna actually paid attention to the game, so. Or Wikipedia did. Or Wikipedia did, you know, something that we never did. Um, that Lana finished the finished law school and took the bar, but she wanted to get investigative experience in the field before becoming a prosecutor. Um, so that's like that's how they rationaled all of her like what the hell is she doing thing? And apparently in real life, um, in California one can attempt to pass the bar with four years of apprenticeship under a judge or an attorney without needing a law degree. Which is probably how Phoenix got in. Probably. Because... It, yeah. Because um, art major. Because, yeah, art major. But um, but that's how, like, she rationalized that Edgeworth got his badge at 20 since he's been training under Manfred for, like, 17... Or, sorry, for, like, 11 years at that point. I think for so, some reason, Franzi and Clavier and Edgeworth all got their badges under the really lax Germany rules and then just transferred it over because for some reason in the future, Japanifornia accepts badges from all different countries. <laughs> well, you're going with my like that continents, or parts of continents just drift. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. Okay, wait, no, here we go. All right. So Cali- <laughs> California sinks into the ocean. And then so does China, Russia, and every country separating Japan from Germany. (laughs) And then Germany and Japan both break off and then float over and become part of the continental U.S. Problem solved. Germany is landlocked. Where Where does fake China come in, though? Does Antarctica, like, float up, and that becomes fake China? Maybe fake China just sank, and so China is now a series of small islands, kind of like Zelda the Wind Waker, and so so Germany can float past all of the China islands. Like, Japan is a series of small islands. Yeah, except for Japan is 
is a series of small islands that floated over and joined the continental U.S. <laughs> so they're they're no longer islands, you see, because they have rammed into Nevada and <laughs> they're, they're all. <laughs> Please turn me. You're welcome. <laughs> if Capcom ever uses this idea, I want money. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier than explaining all of their weird cultural and legal plot holes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think that Edgeworth and Franzi and the Gavin brothers got their got their badges under a lax German system rather than this. LA apprenticeship thing, but I think that might be how like Phoenix or even Apollo probably got their badges. But that would be kind of, or maybe that's what everyone does because that's the same story for Mia. Mia was also the same, like the same age. So it's either that they accept minors as a good enough for law or everyone does this apprenticeship instead of like doing college or something or going to law school. Which I feel the apprenticeship is more likely. I, well, I mean, I can see it for Apollo. I feel like Mia went to school because how can she go from Korean, where all she learned how to do is channel spirits, to suddenly being really fucking good at law by four years of apprenticeship? Like, I feel like she had to go to school and learn how to do math and shit, you know? Yeah, I feel like Mia's just Mia's attitude and demeanor seems like someone who's very studied rather yeah. than has a lot of practice. Well, we know Phoenix goes by the seat of his pants and he's studied under Mia a lot. I feel like Mia just, like, has a lot of theory and didn't have a lot of practice. Phoenix yeah. is just a mess. <laughs> he shouldn't have given him a badge. Well, that's why they took it away. They well, it no, okay, so they, he's he's very bad about everything. Except for he wins his cases every single time, except for when the, his defendant is really a serial killer. Yeah. You gotta hand it to the guy. Yeah, yeah. He does he does good. He's really good. No idea. So I don't I don't know. Maybe he just does have a minor in law and like kinda knows what he's doing and has a lot of luck. I feel like Phoenix is the kind of guy who figures out that he has to do a case entirely on like tax fraud and then goes and reads like six books in the course of one night and is suddenly an expert on tax law. <laughs> yes. I totally agree with that. I totally agree that's how he studies. And I think like, Apollo has the same approach as Mia. Like, he studied yeah. a lot. But he yeah. did an apprenticeship, so he's watched a lot of court cases. Yeah, like, like Apollo clearly learned from a teacher of some sort. Whether that was Christopher or whether it was, like, a legal teacher. He learned from a teacher. Same with Mia. She did not learn that shit from Grossberg. Thank you very much. No, no. But, like, Phoenix seems like a teach-yourself, fly-by-the-seat-your-pants kind of guy. So maybe he took, like, some extra online classes or something and then, like, <laughs> oh. did it that way. Yeah. And that's probably why he never learned piano is because he kept trying to find people to teach him when he should have just freaking learned how to do it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Taking an online class. Which is funny because Mop Up... Um, had mentioned that he said he's either going to take the bar again or he's going to go, like, learn piano for real. So we can assume that Dapper Phoenix still can't play piano. Yeah, he did not go learn how to play piano. I'm sure he still only knows chopsticks. Yeah, or something equally bad, or something really tragic, like Turnabout Sisters. 
Oh, that breaks my heart every time. Yeah. My heart. Uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, so thanks, Jenna, for, for you know, keeping us in our place and knowing things. Or, you know, using that wonderful resource known as the internet. Yeah. And if anyone else knows things, you can email us at objectothispodcast at gmail.com or go on our Tumblr, which I will say at the end of the show because I don't want to say it right now. Yeah, do do those things, guys. Yeah. Because uh, they like less. I don't check because I don't have access to all of I this. read the emails every day, and if there are any, and I just enjoy them so much. And I've been better about reading them lately. Yay. Yay. But wait, okay, so I have another thing that I forgot to tell you. Uh, Core Records has a Tumblr now. Yay! Yeah, I'm really happy about it. You guys probably don't give a crap, but I'm excited to have Court Records all up on my Tumblr. Awesome. I'm really, I'm actually really happy for Court Records doing that. Is their Tumblr courtrecords.tumblr.com? Good question. Um, I'm going <laughs> to assume it. so. We'll follow it. Check I think it's court-records-net.tumblr.com. All right. So everyone go do that. Yeah. So and it's, it's so far they have and like two posts and one of them is very informative and one of them is slightly less informative, but still funny. <laughs> it talks yeah. about, it talks about how in Edgeworth's game, three people are killed or five people are killed in the course of three days. So the insano trial system in Japanifornia kind of makes a little bit of sense. At least like, yeah, at least that kind of makes sense. Yeah, because Edgeworth had a really hard three days there. He really did that poor He guy. got no sleep. Nope. Which explains the bags under his eyes, which he's always had. Because I'm sure Manfred did things like that, too. Like, sneak into his room with a taser at night and tell him, don't move. And then he'd stay awake all night. Yeah, but three days without sleep, you're considered legally insane. I'm sure he had, like, a cat nap. I think Edgeworth is probably legally insane, yeah. <laughs> Or that, you know. Um, there's just one thing I want to say, just to get it out of the way, and then we're never ever gonna talk about this again. Oh shit! Nope. <sighs> we're just, I'm just bringing this up. It's gonna be gone for the rest of our lives. Cause okay? somebody, cause somebody asked us to bring it up. Do you have their name so we can blame yeah, them? It, it's Cursed Music Box. So Cursed Music Box asked us to talk about Phoenix Drive. We don't want to talk about Phoenix Drive. Because I'm sad that it exists. If and you don't know what it is, don't Google it. Okay, well, let's tell them so they don't Google it. So if you don't know what it is, Phoenix Drive is a Japan-developed, I believe it's freeware hentai game based on Phoenix Wright. Yeah, yeah, th- I said that. I said hentai game. Don't look it up, please. No, it's... I, I can't even, like, pretend like I'm going to play it for the lull factor i'm just not gonna touch it nope i don't want that anywhere near anything that i own nope so so we haven't played it we never will we don't want to talk about it it makes us uncomfortable it i'm gonna put it... it in the dark side of the fandom box i have a little i guess just section it away that's the evil side of fandom come back over here with us and how we explain how california japanifornia worked out <laughs> 
<laughs> and, come on, and come on, hang out with the rational side of the come fandom. Come back and hang out with us talking about how Edgeworth, when Edgeworth was a kid, he didn't get Heelys. Like, this is the good <laughs> side of fandom. <laughs> it can yeah, go over so there with the people who yeah. cheat on their significant others role-playing Franzi. <laughs> yep, yeah. See, that's how the fandom. No, guys, no. Come back over here. We have coffee. Well, I'm not sharing my coffee. But anyway, <laughs> that said, that's done. We're moving on. <laughs> um, Nolan sent us like a a pretty inte- like a a pretty thoughtful thing about he's playing Apollo Justice and um, Phoenix starts talking about when he first adopts, uh, adopts Trucy when he's 26 and he doesn't have a wife. And then seven years later, he still hasn't gotten married at 33, and he's 34 in GS5, and he feels it's kind of pathetic, because it's Phoenix. He should have somebody. We don't want him to die alone, and he feels bad for Trucy. <laughs> and so he thinks, and he was just wondering, because um, he got to the end of the game, if Trucy's mom was going to hang around and you know do the mom thing. And the answer to that is no. No. <laughs> Not at all. She said she, she said she won't. She said she's going to reveal that she's their mom when she feels like the time is right. Or she's probably going to have Phoenix do yeah, it. Yeah, she was going to let Phoenix do it. And she was going to, like, F off to Borgania and speak in wingdings again. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's too in love with her singing career. And her new blind child. And her blind child that she's taking care of to, like... Oh, he's going to jail now. He's going to juvies to probably get killed or For something. For drug but he's smuggling. Going- yeah. <laughs> she is so, 0 for 3 with raising her children. <laughs> 0 for 3, yeah. So she she's probably not fit to be around and be a mom figure because her first kid got punted away from her. Her <laughs> second kid, like, she, like, just, I don't even know. Wait, how did she get separated from Trucy? Because she, she had got amnesia, shot right? in the head. She died. <laughs> remember right. the part where she got shot yeah, she, in the head. She got shot in the head, woke up from amnesia, and has amnesia. Or brain damage. She got shot in the head, or brain damage. Another way to say amnesia is brain damage. Right, that's true. Even though Godot just had brain damage and not amnesia, and Phoenix just got amnesia from a fire extinguisher. And so, that's a type of brain damage, though. Head injuries are brain damage. Okay, anyway. <laughs> the point is, she's not going to stick around and be a mom figure, so... It is, it is in this kind of sense, if you want to look at this this way, it is kind of pathetic that Phoenix, at the age of 34, doesn't have someone around, if you look at it like this. Except he was a dirty, dirty hobo for seven years. <laughs> well, I, alternatively, when did he have time to date anyone? He was too busy, you know, reinstating the jury system. Yeah. And- and also and raising a kid, being a single dad, having no job. You know, things that are really important. A real job. He scammed people while playing poker. That That's wasn't not his a real job. job. His real job was playing the piano really badly. His secret job was playing <laughs> poker. And Both are really bad jobs. Oh, for sure. And he was also a really bad daddy. We've talked about this. And they also eat ramen from a noodle cart every night or cold borscht. Like... They don't have food. It's the saltiness. <laughs> that saltiness doesn't mean nutritional. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyway, that's 
it's all fine, and it would be depressing if Edgeworth wasn't around. Cough, cough. Because I, Edgeworth took care of shit. I still believe Edgeworth and Phoenix just take care of shit together. Yeah. Ed is the one that really raised Trudy. He funded her. He He's the one who drops her off at school and makes sure she doesn't skip. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like that's that's the way I see it, but a lot of people don't support Michelle and I's um, theory about that. Yeah, well, one of the important questions is if Edgeworth is around for for future Phoenix for the seven years, why isn't why is Phoenix reluctant to introduce Apollo to him? Because Phoenix doesn't want to introduce Apollo to anyone yet, other I than know. but it's weird because Apollo is not threatening. And and so it makes me wonder why Hobo is so reluctant to introduce him to anyone. Even fucking Larry, right? Like That's true. But I wouldn't want to introduce anyone to Larry. Well that's that's a No, but, thing, but I I wouldn't but, want her to introduce everyone to Apollo because he's like a cuddly teddy bear. I and I love Apollo, but you also have to think about Phoenix's attitude towards the whole thing. He's using Apollo kind of just to get the jury system instated. He used Apollo to get Kristoff in jail. He's using Apollo to like be a lawyer in this situation without telling him anything. He's kind of yeah. just trying to like leave him in the dark as much as possible. As much as we love Apollo and like wish he knew more and wish, like, he had the ability to be competent and be his own lawyer, Phoenix really, like, went out of his way to, like, get what Phoenix wanted without Apollo knowing. That's true. And and Phoenix is tied up in, like, a seven-year-long game of multi-level nerd chess about this jury system thing. Right. So he can't afford Apollo rebelling. Exactly. Because he doesn't know, like, I'm sure he's watched, he's been, like, not watching Apollo like a stalker, but... He's been, you know, watching what's going on and seeing, like, who he can get to do this. And Apollo just kind of fit in with working for Kristoff, being the right kind of person, I think, for Phoenix to use. I don't think Edgeworth would do the same courtesy about leaving Apollo in the dark. Yeah. I think Edgeworth would probably tell him what's up, like, what he needs from him. Especially, yeah, because uh, Edgeworth had to live under Von Karma for years and years and years being kept in the dark and being used as a pawn. So I'm sure Edgeworth would definitely not appreciate Phoenix treating other people like that. Yeah. So I think that's why. Um, Serenity Frost a while back sent us a theory saying he doesn't think Edgeworth's going to be in GS5 at all. And he thinks it's because it has to do a lot with investigations too, how he had to give up his badge for some time to go do things which is ba- the basic plot of all I know of investigations too. So he thinks that Yeah, that's all I know. He thinks that he's not going to even be in this game. So that's a possibility that I'm willing to to entertain. That's a possibility I'm willing to entertain, but who knows if Apollo, you know, gets to meet Edgeworth at that point then? Cuz if Edgeworth's still doing with all this other stuff that happens during investigations, meanwhile Phoenix is, you know, still I don't know how much Phoenix is going to let Apollo in because we don't really know the plot of GS5. It's all subjective, yeah. I guess, is what I'm saying. 
So until we know more, do what we always do. Make up wild theories. Yeah. And assume he has glasses now, okay? Glasses worth is canon until he is proved uncanon. And he might be slightly chubby. Who knows? <laughs> Just slightly. You know? Those those natural abs can't stay forever. Well, Phoenix is looking very svelte, so... Maybe they go to the gym together? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying if Phoenix can, can maintain his physique, then Edgeworth can probably maintain <laughs> That's his. That's true. Edgeworth probably had real food and not, like, ramen and cold borscht and just really, really sad. Edgeworth definitely fed Trucy. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm assuming now that Edgeworth goes to the gym and that Phoenix, like, has a pair of sweats, a sweatband, and, like, the wrist sweatbands, <laughs> and, like, had to jog around the neighborhood because that's all he could do. And he'd go to the park to, like, go, like, do, like, sit-ups or stuff, like, Rocky style. But everyone kept calling the cops on him because it's Phoenix. <laughs> but the cops are just gumshoes, so they just grow out and he buys gumshoe ramen. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to invite Gumshoe to eat some borscht, but Gumshoe doesn't even like borscht. Yeah. Oh, my mind is just everywhere tonight. All right. But this makes me happy. Uh, I'm just seeing Phoenix now jogging around the neighborhood or whatever, being chased by Edward's dog, Pess. <laughs> Ooh, do you think Pess doesn't like Phoenix? Because I... I think that would be really funny i don't know how true it would be but i think it'd be really funny if pest didn't like phoenix maybe i feel like pest is the kind of dog that loves everybody though just to counter edgeworth's sort of random uh, bitchiness so maybe it'd be funny if pest loved everyone except <laughs> phoenix. Uh, i could see that happening yeah it definitely happened i also think phoenix can't afford an ipod so sometimes he'll take a big ass stereo and like carry it on his shoulder no no he found in the garbage. <laughs> or or he has Trucy carry it behind him and it plays only the Rocky music. Only the Rocky song. Oh my god. She yeah, would so love she, like, that. He would like No, she's faster than him, so she runs in front of him. <laughs> oh yeah, she runs in front of him with Mr. Hat out backwards playing the Rocky music. Being like, come on, Daddy, come on. Wearing her huge ass white go go boots. She doesn't have a pair of sweats. (laughs) (laughs) And Phoenix is just like sweating and like heaving really hard. Yeah. And then that's when she like falls behind, but it's only because he's being chased by Pess and Pess is barking like a mad dog. And then Trucy's like, oh, cute. (laughs) And she stops to pet Pess. And this happened from the year 7 to 15. Yes. Yep. Yep. Had the canon yep. accepted. Um, really, the only thing of, that people have asked us about, really, um, that we haven't addressed is the movie. The live-action movie. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet, guys. Not that you can't talk to us about it and tell us spoilers and shit, because we don't care. No, yeah, that's totally cool and fine. We just haven't seen it yet, and it's a weird moral dilemma that we don't quite understand. I don't get it either. It's just me and Stephanie. It's not Jesse, but we don't want to... 
pirate the movie or watch it online illegally because we want to give them money for it, but we can't buy it because they haven't released it in this country. So we're effed. So we're effed. So like we just we don't understand why we feel bad about it. But it's the same reason Michelle won't pirate investigations to finish the last case. Oh yeah, I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. I've played all of investigations except for the last half of the last case because the friend I was borrowing it from was a jerk and wanted it back. So I gave you my investigation. Yeah, I mean, people since then have bought it and I just haven't gotten around to beating it. But I won't pirate it for an emulator because I feel so morally abhorrent about it. I want to give them money for it. And Jesse just offered to, earlier, during the break, had offered to buy the movie from Japan so I could watch it online with English subs without feeling bad. I watched the Japanese one. I wouldn't understand any of it, though. I would buy the Japanese version of it if I could get it with subs and I was, uh, English subs, and I was absolutely sure I would be able to understand it. (laughs) Because I'm sure, like, fan subs are always wonderful, like, not always, but most of the time they're pretty wonderful nowadays. Um, but I just, I just want to give them the money to know I support them, and I don't think they're ever going to release the movie for us in America, not unless they remade it, which would be so bad. It would be terrible, and they're not going to remake it because even though our fandom is larger than I think, it's smaller than Dragon Ball Z yeah. and Death Note. Oh God. Live actions I have never seen and never want to. <laughs> and I don't think the Death Note remake ever got green lit. So that's just no, some BS that everyone wants Zac Efron to be the star of. <laughs> also, Cowboy Bebop. Sorry, Keanu Reeves is too old, everyone. That never got green lit either. No, but I'm saying no, it's never going to happen with Keanu Reeves because he's too old now. Except Keanu Reeves is an immortal vampire, so... <laughs> <laughs> So it's fine. <laughs> I forget. I forget things like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, to so spoil the movie for us, we don't care. Um. We just we just have this dilemma. We really don't know how to how to solve it. But if if you if you are having trouble finding the movie, I hear it's on YouTube. Somebody told us that in the email. And um, it's on YouTube fully subbed, and then there are links to torrents and links to places you can watch it online. And if you email us, I could probably dig those up. So if you want to watch it illegally online, I can hook you up. However, um, we probably it's won't. on YouTube. YouTube, Colony emailed us. Um, it's on YouTube. A person who likes pie is the name of the person who uploaded it with full English subs. Um, so there you go. Yeah. It's a person who likes pie, no spaces. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. You could probably watch the entire movie via GIFs on Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) That is also super true. Yeah. Also, if you guys have seen the movie, tell us what you think, because I have actually zero idea what the fan reaction to this movie has been. The fan reaction is that Phoenix is adorable. Oh, good, good. Yeah, That's that's basically the fan reaction, is that Phoenix is A, perfect, and B, adorable. Isn't the guy who plays Phoenix Alan in Death and the main character yeah. for DMC? Yeah. I don't yeah. know DMC. Detroit but... Metal City live action version. Oh, that's terrifying. Guys, look up Detroit Metal City. Det- 
whatever. Like it's it's terrifying. That it's so good. That that's the same guy, but also really appropriate. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for emails. I don't. Know. Thanks everybody for emails. Yay! Thank you guys. It means a lot to us. Um, I guess we can take a break. Sounds good. I'm Stephanie. I'm blind. JK lols. I'm Jesse. Shut up. Let's play poker. I'm Michelle, and I get to go to a Gaviner's concert, but I have to be dressed as my dead girlfriend the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Valent, how did you not realize that was her? <laughs> he has priorities. Like, learning how to spin his cane like a boss and growing his mustache. Uh, that's true. I forgive him. I love Valent, even though he's kind of a jerk. They're all jerks. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, so we're not going to be jerks. We're going to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thanks thanks for everyone who emails us. Mop up. Uh, Jenna Dark Knight, thank you for everything. Um, Serenity Frost, Green Pepsi, uh, Nolan, Colin D., all of you guys, thank you so much. We read all of your emails. We love them. Um, just, yeah, everything's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. You can email us at our email, objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. You can go on our Tumblr, objecttothis.tumblr.com, and leave us an ask, which is as good as emailing. Um, you can see, find us on Podomatic or objecttothis.podomatic.com, but no one does because that's lame. Some people You should listen. rate and review us on iTunes because that's cool shit. Yeah, it is cool as shit. So thanks. Uh, thanks to 8 Boy for Manfred Von Carbo vocals. We've added some more to our collection, so look forward to that. Um, thank you to Dark Shadow Rage 2 for the use of our, our theme song, um, Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Um, and thanks to everybody else who I already said thank you to. <laughs> Yay, I think that's good. Okay. Um, usually we have a question for next week. This week we have more of a request. Michelle? So, request for next week. Yeah, we have one. I, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. It's elaborate. <laughs> it's elaborate. I've been listening to a lot of music lately, and I, I do this thing where I attribute songs to characters or relationships in fiction because I'm a nerd. So... I the challenge for next week is if you guys have a song that reminds you of a of an Ace Attorney character or a relationship between two Ace Attorney characters, I would you should send it to us via all of those things I said before, and you should explain why because I find that fascinating, and you should tell us what part of the song so we can play it on the show because that would be really awesome. Yeah. So instead of me singing all of the songs, which I know you would all really enjoy. We're going to play clips of songs for the next episode. So just send yeah. us the song, why you like why you think it's relevant to whom or whom. Yeah, and and you don't have to send us this song file if you 
don't have it. Don't worry about that. I can find it unless it's really fucking obscure. And um, Jesse's girl doesn't count because we already did I that. I was just going to use Jesse's girl as an example. <laughs> we already did that, so it doesn't count. No. So, no. For example, <laughs> if you want to say that Jesse's girl reminds you of Valent and, and Max, and, or not Max, Valent and Zach, and so <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don't talk about my dead husband like that. You should email, no, this is the example. You should email us, you should say, Jesse's girl by Rick Springfield. Because, because Valent wants to bone down with Thalassa. And then you should say, particularly that part where it says, Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. She's watching him with those eyes and she's loving him with that body. <laughs> I just know it. Yeah, he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. And you should say that part because I don't want to play a three-minute song on the podcast. I'm going to limit it to like ten seconds. So do that, and I've probably never explained it, but do that, because it's going to be awesome, guys. Yeah, it's going to be soups fun. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to listening to all you- what everyone has has thought of. Don't don't pick the Ace Attorney theme songs, because that doesn't work. Because That's too easy. That's cheating. It's way too easy. Exactly. Pick something hard. Yeah. Alright, so do that. Send, a- send them in. Sorry you guys had to wait for this episode, but... You're just going to have to deal. It was fun. Um, so in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. Jesse. Michelle. That was object to this, so why don't you object to that? I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not